What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Can you help? Can you help me? Can you help? Can you help? Can you help me? Can you help? Can you help? Can you help? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Self Helpless. I'm Kelsey Cook, and today I'm going to be doing a solo episode with such an incredible guest. I fully just fangirled out for an hour straight. I am still sweating. I have on the incredible Jamie Page. If you are somebody who has followed the podcast for a while, you might remember that one of my like treat yourselves um, or a good shits. I can't remember which one it was, but I went to BeautyCon in L.A., And I got tickets to see not only some of my favorite YouTube beauty gurus of all time, but BeautyCon is also like a a place where all of the major makeup and skincare brands are. So you can go see new products being released. It's just like a whole big event. But anyway, I, I got to meet Jamie Page, who has been one of my all time favorite YouTube beauty gurus for years and years and years. And um, I asked her if she wanted to come on the podcast and she said yes. And I was so excited. She truly just gave so many nuggets of wisdom throughout this whole episode. We talked a lot about um, creative burnout and trying to kind of juggle having this life on the internet and also having your personal life and how you figure out what that balance is of, of what you want to share and just so much more. She was such a wonderful guest. And I hope that you guys love this episode as much as I loved interviewing her. So um, we will get into it in a second. I wanted to let you know my tour for 2023, the Nice Try Tour kicks off this week in Providence, Rhode Island. I will be there this weekend. Um, I'm going to be in Raleigh next weekend and then Philly, Portland, Cincinnati, Kearney, Minneapolis, San Francisco, 
Rosemont, Chicago, Denver, Uncasville, Salt Lake City, Louisville, Tacoma, Cleveland. And by the time this comes out, we have also added Spokane. We have also added Atlanta, DC, and um, I think probably a few others. Just go to KelseyCook.com, see where I'm coming, get those tour date tickets, and I cannot wait to see you guys on the road. Um, please go follow Jamie online. She is at Jamie Page Beauty on Instagram, and her YouTube channel is incredible. So please look up Jamie Page. And let's go ahead and get into this interview with Jamie. I like my under boob sweat that's happening right now, just from like nervous sweats. Oh, you too? <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. Okay. I was going to say like, I have droplets on my body right now. It doesn't, that doesn't happen ever unless I'm like incredibly nervous, but yeah, droplets everywhere. I'm just this- sweating profusely. Nervous pooping and <laughs> yes, the nervous poops. <laughs> God, that makes me feel so much better. I mean, we've talked extensively on this podcast about that. I have IBS, and so okay. like any sort of adrenaline situation is just like a very. It's almost like a fiber shake. Like it is the same. It's the same thing. So. I I understand. I can I, I understand that completely. <laughs> so before- my body and my brain just completely like. Uh, they they like to fuck me oh like this oh my god it's so fun to hear you say fuck for the first time it's, it's like so funny a platform. It's so funny that, that that's even a thing but again we can get into that <laughs> yes okay well we'll get into that in a little bit um first of all for our listeners this is so funny because before we hit record jamie and i were just both talking about like both of us being nervous and this is so weird to me for like you to say that you're a fan of mine now because I truly ha- like our I think our listeners are going to enjoy having you on for many many reasons but one of my like good shit segments whenever that was that I met you four years ago something like that yeah that was right. that I went to BeautyCon yeah. and that I got to meet three of my favorite all-time YouTube beauty gurus and that I literally teared up in my car afterward like I cr- like it was Stop. beetle it was like beetle mania it was so wow. weird isn't that a weird that has to be a weird feeling for you it's so funny because even thinking back to that meet and greet like i felt so um unimportant and insecure during that meet and greet because everybody who came up like didn't come to see me they came to see the other two people that i was with m- really? most most of the people and so it it actually it made me feel pretty <laughs> shitty about myself but I remember oh, no. you so vividly because like you were so excited yes. and then I don't even know how I got introduced to your Instagram maybe it was through Allison I don't maybe. or maybe you told me I I don't know what it was but I okay. I discovered you after the the meet and greet and I've been following you ever since wow. and now I'm I'm just a fan I watch all of your little comedy clips. I think you're so funny and so talented. Oh, thank you. How the turntables, you know? How the turntables, man. (laughs) Yeah, it's, and that is so fascinating for me to hear your, um, like kind of the flip side of the meet and greet, because of course, Mm -hmm. social media, which we've talked a lot on the show about is like, we are always presenting one thing and it's really up to us if we want to share that, Hey, maybe that wasn't how I was feeling that day actually, but I would have never known that that event actually like wasn't the most positive experience for you. It's not really that it wasn't a positive experience. I just kind of, 
I, I, I don't know. I, I have a big issue with imposter syndrome, as I'm sure mm. a lot of people do. And I constantly feel like I'm not worthy of things or people don't care. And so that when, when I was there and most people there like weren't necessarily there to see me, I kind of reaffirmed those feelings that I had already oh, had. Yeah. So even though it, it was still a great, like positive thing, like nothing bad happened, but it, right. it just... It, it hit the confidence just just a touch. Yeah, a touch. That, was, that was a long time ago too. It's so crazy. I know. But it really brought up so many of those uh, memories. Yeah, I was trying to think about when exactly that was because you had asked me to do a YouTube video with you, which I fully, <gasps> I screamed when I saw that email from you or what? It, maybe it was an Instagram message, and I ran around like fucking Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with the golden ticket. I was like, oh my god, she wants me to do a video with her. Oh my god! I forgot that I did that. Oh I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna lie. I completely forgot that we did that. <laughs> That's okay. Wow, I've made yeah. hundreds of videos. Okay, like I really. Oh my god! I would never, <laughs> ever, mind. ever be offended for you to not remember that. That's what I'm just telling you. Is like this That's is so. That's why it was so funny to me to get on today and have you be like, I'm nervous because I was like, are you, are you kidding? Like you're nervous? I'm. I've just fully been such a big fan for so long and I'm so happy that you wanted to do the podcast. Yeah. I'm, I'm, well, thank you so much for having me. I I don't really, I've never done, no, I've done one podcast before um, mm-hmm. and it was a great experience and I've always wanted to do more, even though it's completely out of my comfort zone and I'm really happy to be on, happy to chat with you. Well, I have so many things to ask <laughs> you. Um, First of all, let's get into what your favorite quote is because we always ask our guests what their favorite quote is to start. Okay. So when you told me that you, you needed a quote for me, I freaked out because I'm not a quote girl, you know, those like quote people who just yeah. like they have quotes, they have quotes as like their wallpaper on the background of their computers. Yeah. That was, that's never been me. Um, but yeah. there are a couple quotes that I do really enjoy and they're just sad quotes because I love sad. Things. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't even know if this is considered a quote. It may just be a short poem. Sure. But it's um by Rupi Corp. Okay. And it is it's so depressing. But what is stronger? Okay, so wait, sorry. <laughs> but what is stronger? Stop laughing. I'm still laughing at you saying that I really like sad things because I feel like that should now be its own quote by like a Jamie Page original. I like sad things. Get into a into a sticker for sure. Yes. Okay. Okay. Sorry. So the quote is but what is stronger than the human <laughs> sorry <laughs> what is stronger than the human heart which shatters over and over and lives oh that's a Doesn't great quote right in the heart yes or poem god damn mm. okay i'm like really i'm i'm having to take that one and that is a very very good quote and we've never had that one on the show before Fantastic. Yeah. Um, this quote is actually accompanied by a little doodle of this heart that's blooming flowers. Oh. And I was going to get that heart tattooed onto me because I love this little oh. excerpt so much. I just got chills. Oh, I, I really like that. Isn't it so nice? You want me to say it again so you could yes. reabsorb it? Yes. Perfect. But what is stronger than the human heart, which shatters over and over and lives? I think it just speaks to, you know, the resilience of humans, of people, of individuals. Um, I I found this when I was going through a hard time and it really spoke to me. And yeah, I've always loved that one. 
Yeah, God, I think so many people will relate to that one with whether it's like relationship heartbreak, you know, loss of a loved one, grief, anything like that. And oh, I and I love your tattoo so much and picturing that one, even though I don't know exactly what it looks like, but even just the idea of it, what a beautiful tattoo that would be. Yeah, I almost did it. I almost did it, but I actually pulled out last minute. Oh, wow. Okay. My mind. Are you going to get more tattoos, you think? Um, I definitely would love to get more tattoos. I have absolutely no idea of what I want to get. Um, I really, really wanted to get a tattoo uh, for Oliver, who is my dog who recently passed away. Um, He meant so much to me and it's been incredibly difficult going through uh, the grieving process. And I really wanted to have a piece of him to like always remember him by tattoo permanently on my body for the rest of my life. And I just, I, I didn't know what I, what I should get. And I still haven't figured that out. So as of right now, I don't have any ideas. However, I do have a wolf tattooed on my forearm and that does actually signify my dogs. I got oh, that okay. a couple years ago though. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do have a little, a little something already, but I really wanted something specifically for him. And I just yeah. don't know what that like yet. Yeah. You, and I was going to message you. And then I just was like, oh, uh, like, I don't know. I just decided not to, but when you posted in your stories the other day, that picture of Oliver, mm-hmm. the painting, I fully, and I was also on my period, but I think regardless, oh, I, so was I, oh, it was, it was, <laughs> I mean, everything's worse. <laughs> oh my God. Such a fucking intense week. But like I woke up and it was one of the, I like woke up, got on my phone and uh, it was one of the first things I saw. And I just like, it immediately brought me to tears. I was just like oh. in bed looking at that slide. Just, like the video you made, it just, because again, that's that other kind of strange part of social media is like, there are so many people that you've never met but who like feel like they know Oliver oh you know like it's it's such a and I think that's a really a really incredible part of social media is like I think if you go Mm -hmm. through something hard you do have this community of people where even if you don't know one another on a personal level they are I think sincere and in sending their condolences for something like that oh my god the the amount of messages that I received whenever I would share anything about Oliver I mean I would receive paragraphs from complete strangers oh. and it's so funny oh so funny because I have close friends who did and said barely anything to me when wow. Oliver passed away and I have complete strangers on the internet who showed me oh I don't want to cry who showed me so much support and uh, it, it means the actual world when people really go out of their way to sit down, think about what they want to say, and then write you a, a message that truly comes from the heart. It just, it means so much. And it, it's, it's mind blowing every time. Cause I just can't even wrap my head around how people can be that kind. Well, the whole parasocial relationship thing where we feel so fortunate with this podcast, where especially us doing the podcast for five and a half years, we've got listeners that are so wonderful and have been listening from the beginning and podcasts in particular, I think more so than stand up, people really feel like they know you because we're coming yeah. on and we're talking about personal things in our life. And they kind of see us go through a lot of intense things over the years. And I think with YouTube, people are having that same experience with you because let's say you're uploading 
two videos a week, three videos a week. So that's like at least an hour's worth of footage where we're seeing your face, hearing your voice, hearing about your life. And I think that's why I got emotional after I met you guys, because more so than like if I had met a musician I liked or, you know, an, a famous actress, I see and hear your guys's face and voice on a weekly basis. And you guys are who I put on when I'm on the road by myself. Like as soon as I get to a hotel room and it's a place I've never been and you just immediately feel kind of, you know, like out of your element out of your comfort zone that's my comfort always is like mm-hmm. I put your guys's videos on so then mm-hmm. to see you in person was like oh my god it's just so crazy how much you guys really do mean to me I know that oh. sounds so silly because it's like it, it doesn't know. I totally understand I mean I have the same experience with my own set of youtubers that are my comfort youtubers that right. I you know watch when I'm cooking or or relaxing um and they just make me feel good so it yes. means so much to me to hear that I can be that for somebody. I mean, that's, that's incredible. I, I've done my job if I'm able to do that. Yes. And it's, it, it, it's also hard for me to wrap my head around. Honestly, <laughs> it's, 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 it's so cool, but I, it, it's so hard to explain, but so much of my job is, is just me. Yeah. Right? Yes. And especially over the last couple of years, I mean, there's been no interacting really with the outside world. There's been no like meet and greets. There's been no, um, any chance to interact with, with my community. Whereas years prior, you know, there's always been small opportunities to do so, which is always a a nice way to be like, Oh, you are talking to people. Oh, making like an impact in somebody's day in some way, shape or form. Yeah. And so because most of the time, um, it's, it's just, it's just me. I kind of lose sight of that quite often. And I, and I, and I forget that there are people who are connecting with me on the other side of, of, of the screen. And, and yeah, and I, when I feel like burnt out or frustrated with my own content or like, I'm not doing enough or like my content, I don't feel like my content is, is where it should be or whatever it is, all that self-criticism that comes along with. Yeah human it's just nice to have that reminder because it just brings me back down to earth and it's like wait like shut up (laughs) like everything's fine and you 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 are making you're you're doing something you're doing and you're doing something good and that makes me feel good so thank you for sharing that yes of course I wanted to make sure I did at some point this episode because I I do think the balance is often because I feel the same way as you where it's like I'm always focusing on what am I what could I be doing more of? How am I getting behind in my career? How can I be doing this or this or this? And unfortunately, like the really positive messages we receive, if it's through social media, it's just like, you're just seeing somebody's username. It's not like, it's so different than actually having somebody go, oh my God, just so you know, like you, you really bring so much joy and comfort to my life. And that's, I get fortunate with being on the road for stand-up that being in like the merch line afterward, I get to meet people and it's such a wonderful yeah, thing. So nice. <clears throat> but yeah, you do. How have you like managed that over the years? How have you found that kind of work-life balance and trying to come back from any sort of like creator burnout? Oh my goodness. Um, I don't know. I, I am constantly burnt out to be very honest with you. Me and too. I- <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> that's actually like a huge relief to hear just somebody say, Hey, actually I'm always burnt out. Cause that's exactly yeah, yeah. how I feel. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, I'm glad to hear that we're, we're on the same page. Cause like yeah. I have not felt relief from burnout in a really long time. Um, and it's, Ooh. it's actually something, that, it's something that I'm definitely currently struggling with. And it's, it's very, um, frustrating, especially when your livelihood depends on your creativity and you, you can't really afford to be burnt out. Yeah. Right. Um, and that's the problem really is that because my livelihood is dependent on my creativity, I can't really take a step back and to rejuvenate because then who's doing my job. Right. Yeah. So it's a little bit complicated, but, um, th- throughout the years, uh, I've, I've really tried to separate my, my work and my life. I, I mean, I got this office that I'm sitting in right now and it's, yeah. I call it my studio and that was honestly a huge game changer for me. And I feel very lucky that I was, I'm in the position to be able to get a little studio space outside of my house to work out of because for probably about eight, seven or eight years, I worked from home. And I, yeah, I mean, for most of that time, I would film out of my bedroom. So there would Ugh. be days where I would just be in my bedroom the entire day. Oh my like, God. Literally, <laughs> literally the whole day. <laughs> the entire day. I was, I would wake up, get ready, film, edit, eat in my bedroom and then go back to sleep. Like I just never left that oh. room. Right. Um, having this space has definitely helped my, my mental health. Yeah. A ton. And it's, and it's actually funny because when, when COVID started and everybody started working from home, that was actually when I got my office space. And that was the first time I left my house to, to go to work. And thankfully I was still able to come oh, to the office because it was just me. Just you, Right. It was never an issue, but even having that space during that time was such a gift because then I was able to get out of the house and kind of have some semblance of a, of a routine. Um, and it just felt really good to to have that. And routine is something that I, I find is really important for me and for my own mental health. Um, and being able to leave the house, come here, have a routine here, um, to get my work done. Yeah. It just makes me feel more in in control of my day. Yes. 100%. And I think that's something that so many people who are self-employed struggle with is the, it's hard. It's like, even if you feel like you are really motivated and that you're an organized person, it's still the same every day, generally, where it's like you are waking up and there are a lot of hours <laughs> between when you wake up and go to sleep. And it's so mm-hmm. easy for those to slip away and be like, oh, fuck, like I meant to, I meant to do this. I meant to do this. Where did that time go? Um, like, how can I get away from this feeling of being plugged in all the time? But it's yeah. just, I think having a physical office space must be just a massive, massive game changer. I've also wanted to tell you something I've noticed over the years that I feel like is something that's so hard for people who are an online, um, have like an online presence to do Mm -hmm. is I feel like you are so classy with your, like how much of your personal life you show and you've actually like really influenced me. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) On like, well, I mean, just, I think like specifically with romantic relationships, I kind yes. of took a page out of your book in mm-hmm. the way that you like it, have introduced your partner to your world, like your, your online world. And yeah. I just fucking love it. I think it's, and I think oh. there's some people who like, it's totally such a personal thing. Um, totally. You know, I think of like Alana with her um, fiance and obviously they like 
really work together and that's just like what works for them is to be more um public I suppose mm-hmm. but for me especially like after going through a divorce where um we had put so much content out together and and I don't regret any of that but I thought going forward I was like you know I just want to be more like um what's the word I'm looking for I guess mindful mindful thank you exactly more mindful of like how how much do I want to let all of these people who I don't know into this very precious part of my life that I care so much about you know I'm so glad that you brought that up because this is something that I that I'm very passionate about oh good Um, okay please tell me all your thoughts about it so I was in a in a in a relationship at the beginning of my career Mm -hmm. It was a relationship that I I did make pretty public. I mean, not incredibly public, but we did make some videos together and everybody knew about him. And I I didn't share that much, but I shared enough. Right. And that relationship ended. It was one of the most painful experiences I had ever had to go through. And what's even more painful is having to relive that twice by having to break up with the internet <laughs> essentially yes, having yes. to make some type of like statement and like let people know so even after I, I had like months had gone by and I hadn't said anything I started getting messages about it like where's this person did something happen and that felt really um intrusive at the time and it made me feel really uncomfortable um and so to get those messages to stop I I did make a statement which felt gross and weird. And I really didn't like doing that at all. Um, and that was just really not easy. And I just don't really like the idea of putting your relationship out there for people to have an opinion on it because I I just really hold my relationships. So, um, is, is sacred the word? I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, they I are. said they're, they're precious very sacred before, to me. and I was like, yeah. precious also is like not quite the word sacred is the word I was looking for. Yeah. So after that relationship ended, I kind of vowed to myself that I wouldn't share my relationships ever again, mm-hmm. which didn't end up happening because I did share a little bit of, of my current relationship that I'm in, but I did have a full relationship in between that was was a whole thing that I did not say one word about. Wow. Oh my God. I'm so impressed by you. That's so hard to do. I am, but I'm so grateful that I didn't because I would have never wanted to like do that all over again, you know? Right. right, And so moving into this relationship, which I've been in for the last, like almost, well, three and a half years now. Oh my um, gosh. Time goes so fast. Wow. Congratulations. That's really awesome. Thanks. Um, yeah, I, I, I just really wanted to take it really slow and I knew I didn't want to share that much. And beyond that, you know, there's somebody else in the equation and my partner's a really private person Yeah, and I would never feel comfortable putting, putting him out into the spotlight where he just didn't want to be in the spotlight. He's not even somebody who has social media, like period. Um, so I'm even more protective of him because of that, because he is such a private person. 
but there's also a part of me that does really like sharing that part of my life because it does make me feel closer to my community in a lot of ways, just being able to share such a huge part of my life. Right. Um, And so I've kind of been sharing probably more than I ever have over the last couple of months, which which doesn't say much because I've shared maybe like three photos, (laughs) Um, but that's like a really big thing for me. And it it, it was just a matter of like my comfort level, his comfort level, and just taking that all into play. And I'm, I'm really happy with the way that I have done it. And it's not even meant in a way to like be annoying and like hold back this information it's oh, really just yeah. to protect, it's like to protect myself and to protect my partner. Yeah. I wanted to make sure that you knew that it's, it is so admirable and it's so, I think, clear, like that you are very intentional with how you do it. And I think just as a fellow content creator, you know, whatever, it's like, it, that was really cool to see. Cause I was like, oh, I like I like how she did that. And I think that's like a really cool template to kind of have as an example of that you, because it's hard when you are in love and you're excited, it really is that like Ron Burgundy, like you want to like burst (laughs) into the room and just like shout it from the top of a mountain. And it's tempting to, to do that online because you want to show off this person. Like you're so proud of them. You were so happy, but it is, I feel like it's kind of a constant pumping of the brakes and just always being mindful of like the internet is permanent and just, Mm -hmm. you know, and we just had, um, my boyfriend on the podcast about by the time this comes out, it will have been about a month ago. And, and that felt really good. And that was really fun, but yeah, we like, we really made sure that we wanted to like put us together in some sort of like creative content thing out there for everybody, because Mm -hmm. it's like, you can, you can choose not to, but it, it felt like that was a good, like amount of stuff to do. That's great. Well, it's really all, it's all about your comfort level. And, and some people are so comfortable just sharing right from the get go. And that's beautiful. That's great. I'm, I've always erred on the side of, um, I don't want to say caution because that's, doesn't sound quite right, but I've just always been a little bit more hesitant to share the people in my life because I'm so protective of them. Yeah. And maybe a little bit too much. So like way too much, honestly, probably (laughs) because it's like nobody cares that much. I care more than anybody else cares. Um, but I, Oh, again, want to err on the side of caution because I just, it, it would break me in half. If like, if even one person, um, said something negative towards somebody that I loved. Yeah. And, oh yeah. and it's because of me, you, you know, so yeah. I don't want to be the cause of that in, in any way, shape or form. So right. That's how I've decided to go about things. It's so kind of you and very, I mean, think of how many people don't think of that stuff. I think that even though you're saying, oh, maybe it's like too much in your mind, I really I bet the people in your life really appreciate it. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax. 
the way car buying should be. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Do you think you would ever make a video for your channel talking about something like this? Of just like... Um, how do I want to say it? Like, like a personal life kind of a video where you're like almost breaking that fourth wall for a sec and being like, just so you know, this is something I've been going through. And I don't know. I just, I would find it fascinating. I obviously do just talking to you about it right now. You know, there's always moments in time where I really want to create very personal videos. I mean, I've been through a lot of shit where I've learned a lot of very hard lessons. And there's been so many times where I've wanted to kind of share those lessons and what I've learned, but then that in turn opens me up to, again, criticism and, and that makes me really nervous, but there's like such a huge part of me that wants to so badly, because again, whenever I've ever opened up even a little bit and gone and, and gotten, um, more personal with my audience, I'm always rewarded in such a beautiful way because people just really respect that and they really love to feel like they're heard and they have somebody who's maybe going through a similar thing or or they're able to like get some advice from whatever you're sharing and and I I I really wish that my fear of like being judged or being criticized or whatever it is would not stop me from being more personal audience because I think it can be such a beautiful thing and honestly over the last probably year or so like I've really have found myself that I've opened up more than I have that I ever have and I started kind of sharing when I was really anxious and I was going through uh like massive burnout or just yeah other even grief with 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 Oliver like I, I shared quite a bit of that um and it, it felt really nice, even selfish, selfishly for myself to feel that I'm not alone. Yes. Uh, yeah. Because there's, whenever you share any of that stuff, like there's always a flood of people being like, I'm going through the exact same thing. Yeah. And Truly. it's, it's, it's an amazing and really powerful thing. And so it's kind of something that I'm working on, like just trying to get more comfortable and in, in getting more and more personal, but while still kind of keeping my own boundaries so that I don't, um, regret getting too personal, um, which is actually kind of hard for me, believe it or not. I'm a like genuine oversharer, um, in my, in my personal (laughs) life, I can meet somebody. Um, and within five minutes, we're talking about childhood trauma. Like it's, it goes, it's, it, it happens very quickly for me. And I love just sharing everything with people. And so it, it's kind of hard for me to yeah, go back and it feels good to share and overshare. Yes. yes. Yeah. You're truly blowing my mind this episode because I'm just learning these things about you that I would have never guessed. I would never have guessed that you're an oversharer either because <laughs> you a double do- Gemini. I don't know if you care about astrology, but that should say enough. 
<laughs> and it's been actually very fun for me to see your um your astrology stuff because yeah. I don't I so I'm an Aries I only know stuff about Aries really I don't know much about <laughs> other things I I, I know okay. what my boyfriend is but what I he? he's a Pisces okay I have, no, I have no opinion on this, but okay. I'm just curious. He's a Pisces. The fear in your eyes. I look at you like an astrology witch because you like know so much more about it than I do. So giving you that information, I'm like, oh my God, I feel like she's going to say my No, I, I, I really don't know much, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I would have never, I would have never guessed that you're an overshare and I, I've been feeling a similar kind of battle lately with the whole bridging the personal life and the online version of me, I guess, because I feel Mm -hmm. like the more followers I get, I almost feel this kind of paralysis setting in where when I go to post something a lot of the time now, I really overthink it. And I Mm -hmm. really am like, do I want, like, am I 100% sure about, even if it's just like a story. It's like, am I sure that I look good enough in my mind to Mm. post even this like, like a story just promoting a show? It could be nothing. But I think because the more people that are following you, the more opportunity there is for people to be shitty. And I just find myself kind of like curling inward and wanting to share less. But that's, I mean, I, I have to keep... I have to keep posting. I can't just like peace out from social media, but um, yeah, I, it's so comforting to know that you also experience kind of that struggle and also just creator burnout in general. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's a, like a, def- a defense mechanism, right? I mean, nobody wants to be hurt. Nobody wants to yeah. feel attacked. Nobody wants to feel criticized, especially if yeah. they're doing something completely harmless. Right. Um and the more you put out into the world, you know, the more personal you get, the more people get to know you. So those attacks start to feel more personal. Yeah. So no longer are they just talking, oh, your nose is big and your eyebrows are ugly, but it's like, oh, you're a shitty person because you said this, this, and this. And that yeah. is a little bit too hard for my liking. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it is hard to keep putting yourself out there and feeling like, even if the vast majority of your followers are really sweet people, it just takes. Yeah. Oh, it takes one. It just takes, it takes one. one. And then you're like, I just want to delete everything. But um, <laughs> what have you found? You said that you've kind of been like perpetually burnt out. And that's yeah. exactly how I've felt for, for quite a while now. And I'm such an action-based person where I'm like, okay, well, what can I do to remedy this? Yeah. <laughs> I don't have an answer for you, Kelsey. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm like, it's really frustrating. Really? Yeah, it's really hard. I mean, like I said, if your career and your livelihood is based on your creativity, it's how is it possible for you to even be able to recharge without just completely taking a break? But like, for me, what does that break look like? It looks like pre-filming, um, getting all of my you know, brand things in order because I do work with, with, you know, companies and brands with deadlines that need to be taken care of. I need to get like, there's just a million things and I run another business. So there's, there's such a laundry list of things that would need to be taken care of that, that, that kind of negates. (laughs) It's so funny because I get asked all the time, like, 
how do you stay so motivated? Like how, like you seem like you do so much, like what keeps you going? And the one thing that keeps me going is guilt. (laughs) Okay. That is the one thing that really gets me going because if I wake up and I do nothing for the entire day, the guilt that comes over me (laughs) makes me so physically ill I would not, I, I can't even handle it. So I would rather do all the things that I need to do so that I don't have to confront that guilt. Is that healthy? Probably not, but it's my reality. And that is really what propels me forward every single day because yeah. there's nobody else getting this shit done, but me, I have nobody else. I don't have a team other than my right. manager who handles my my brand collabs and I'm so fucking grateful for her because I truly don't know what I would do without her and God bless her. I call her a million times a day, but <laughs> right. um, there's nobody else. Like it's just me. So if yeah. I don't do anything, nothing gets done. And the guilt that would come over me, it would be un- 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 unmanageable, honestly. Um, yeah. So that, that's that. Yeah. <laughs> What a perfect, like, self-helpless message. <laughs> it's like, how do you manage? How do you stay motivated? Guilt. Like, truly. It's really, it's really what it is. It's really what it is. And it's I've gotten actually much better throughout the years because it used to be so bad. I mean, I used to just burn myself out to the bone. And I was, I was in school also full-time. Right while I was also doing YouTube full-time and I was balancing both, which is kind of similar to kind of how I'm balancing YouTube right now in my stationary shop, Jamie Page Doodles. Um, hanging in my bedroom. I have your plants and I I got the plant, the three happy plant printouts and I framed them in my bed and I just, God, what a fucking great business. You guys, I mean, I will (laughs) plug all of your stuff at the end in the outro as well, but like, God, your new karma cat one, I fucking love oh, it. Thank you so much. Yeah, so good. We can maybe talk a little bit about that in, in a sec because that business yes. brings a whole lot of joy. Over the last year, I've gotten way more lenient. I've gotten what is that? That doesn't sound grammatically correct. I've gotten way more lenient. I'm, I'm easier on myself. That's what I'm trying oh, to sure. say. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm much, much, much easier on myself. And yeah. I feel a lot less guilty taking breaks when I feel like I actually need them. Um, because I realize that people just don't care as much as I as, as much as you think people care. It's like if right. I don't upload this video this week, the world isn't going to end. There's far more important things going on. Right. Like maybe there's gonna be a couple people who are who are disappointed that the video is not there, but there will be another one soon. It's right. fine. Everybody's fine. And I like right. it's like n- nothing, nobody's, nobody's dying because, you know, Jamie didn't post her content today. So right. that's something that I kind of needed to learn and it really internalized and realized that, you know, I need to be able to kind of take a step back every once in a while to be able to perform to the best of my ability or yeah. to create content, you know, to entertain. Yes. And, um, <laughs> Just remind me how old you are. 28. Babe, you're so, you're so little. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm 33 and I do feel like Oh my god, we're not even that far apart. Stop it. <laughs> Once you're 33 and somebody says they're 28, you'll be like, I am old. Like, like, no, I feel that way. When somebody tells me they're 24, I'm like, oh child. Oh, child. child. Oh, hello. Child. Yes. <laughs> we'll let you out of the house without supervision. Yeah. Um I feel like that was 
that has been the most radical change for me in the last two years of my life is having so much more love for myself and just being so much more gentle with myself. I used to have this like self-talk that I didn't even fully acknowledge. I think that was almost like a high school basketball coach or something like something really (laughs) specific specific. (laughs) my high school has some really fucked up coaches but like (laughs) I just was so hard on myself I didn't that whole thing was like well how would you talk to yourself if if you were talking to a friend or if you were talking to the child version of you and I never ever talked to myself like that until these past couple years and I do think it really has helped I mean it's it's definitely a work in progress but made every day's to-do list a little bit more realistic with myself where I'm like, bitch, you're one person, one person. What do you think? How do you think that's ever going to get done? Like, you're just, you're setting yourself up for failure and disappointment when you don't need to, if you were just a little bit more realistic, like if you were making a to-do list for somebody else, you would probably Mm -hmm. be like, oh my God, they're going to fucking hate me. If I put more than three things on here, they would be like, what is this? But we put, we make our own to-do lists like Mm -hmm. the craziest people on the planet. Yeah. (laughs) And I don't- Self-esteem is so important. And that was such a good point. Uh, Just being, being, being gentle with, with uh, your own mental health, because I I mean, if if you're not, who, who will be, if you're not gentle, like, what do you say? Oh my God. Yeah. And when we're like, okay, so- is there a solution to creative burnout and creator burnout? And I keep kind of coming back to like, I can't find a solution, but something that I'm realizing helps so much is just a feeling of community. Like even just talking about it with you and knowing that other people are going through it somehow just really like takes the edge off because I think it's such an isolating feeling. Absolutely. And I have to totally agree with you. When I'm scrolling on TikTok and I hear people talk about creative burnout, I feel like it's a topic that I actually see quite often. I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. So I'm not crazy. A yeah. lot of people are experiencing this. But that says so much also about <laughs> us as like a, I don't know, a society. You know, why are we always so burnt out? Yes. And it, has anybody figured this out? Like how to help this feeling? I, I don't know. Some people are going through it and, and, yeah. and nobody's nobody's figured it out yet. I, I really think, I mean, what it comes down to is just going back to what you said is really just being gentle with yourself and giving yourself the breaks, the breaks that you need and not being such a hard ass on yourself. Like, right. you know, like sometimes you need those days where you're just kind of like in bed um, crying uh, to yourself. Truly. Sometimes it's yeah. just necessary, even it if it's is. for no particular reason. And, and I think just giving yourself grace and giving yourself time to do what needs to be done so that you can perform at your best is really the best way to remedy it. Yes. And so the last thing I'll talk about, we'll talk about Jamie Page doodles. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because you're saying like it brings you so much joy and it's I have these other like creative endeavors outside of comedy too. And it's so fun. Cause it's like, you want to encourage yourself to pursue all of these like passions, things that you find that are like an easy skill set, And yet it's also always like, Oh fuck. But now this is this other thing that I have to like keep on top of too. And it's just that like constant, 
you know, it's like a constant battle, but I can say firsthand as somebody who um, has purchased things through Jamie Page Doodles, they really bring so much joy to people. Like you- That makes me so happy. Yeah, you managed to like make- inanimate objects seem like they have feelings. <laughs> oh, like, I love that. Oh, you know so what I mean? Good. Like these little plants, I can't help it when I look, I'm like, look how happy they are. It just makes you happy. They're so sweet. Like, that makes me so happy to hear. Jamie Page Doodles was such a gift. It, it really just, I don't know if I, should I tell the origin story? Yeah. Okay. So it was peak COVID and I was incredibly bored and I was sitting on the couch drawing. And I've always been an, an artist and putting quotations around mm-hmm. that, um, but I've just always really loved drawing. It's, it's always, I've always been the art girl, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. um, like in high school when everybody was in doing recess or like taking their lunch break, I would be in the art room painting oh, a lot of the time. Wow. Um, I just, I loved drawing, painting, all of that. Yeah. So it's always been a, 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 a way for me to be able to escape, to relax, and I had picked up my my iPad and I started to to draw digitally. And, and it was the first time that I think I had ever really explored that type of medium. Yeah. And I started to share my art on my Instagram and people really enjoyed it. And, and, the, and the particular piece that people that really got people's attention was a perfume bottle that I drew. And it was a Tom Ford perfume called Bitter Peach. And I ended up changing it to Bitter Bitch because of copyright issues oh (laughs) so it was the better bitch perfume and people really resonated with it apparently like they really enjoyed it yes because I got such a strong reaction it encouraged me to continue and again that's the beautiful thing about community is people people from all around the world just to be able to influence you in that way I think that's really amazing and so many people just like kept pushing me and pushing me and pushing me to like continue creating because they really enjoyed seeing it. And, and that, yeah. so I just continued to share and um, I was sharing so much that I was like, okay, this is ridiculous. I need to make a separate Instagram account because now my, my beauty lifestyle page is becoming like a digital art page and <laughs> right. there are, there's people who don't want to see this. Right. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? or the friends you find along the way. Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more, but you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So I ended up creating um, an, a separate Instagram account and I called it Jamie Page Doodles because my Instagram is Jamie Page Beauty. Mm-hmm. So it made sense, but I didn't even think like, oh, this is going to be a brand name. Um, I just, it was just supposed to be an Instagram page. 
Um, as soon as I created the Instagram page though, I had such a moment of doubt, maybe a bit of imposter syndrome. And mm-hmm. I was like, what am I doing? This is so ridiculous. People are going to think this is so dumb. They're, they're, they're going to think my art is so ugly. Like I, why, why do I think I can just start like an art page? Nobody's going to care. Like, you know, the constant yes. back and forth that, mm-hmm. was, that was going on. And I was verbalizing it to my, my boyfriend and he was like, Jamie, shut the fuck up. <laughs> really not that serious. Like yeah. make the, make the Instagram page and post <laughs> things like, don't take it so seriously. Right. I was like, okay, fine. You're right. I made the Instagram page and that kind of became not so much the tagline, but the inspiration behind my, my art, like not taking itself too seriously. I did that oh. first as, the, as a defense mechanism because yeah. I didn't want people to think that I was taking myself seriously. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh, Jamie, this is so interesting. But it ended up kind of, so it, it almost felt like it gave me permission for my art to not be, you know, like Picasso level. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh my gosh. This is like a really profound thing. And Honestly, I feel like this is the first time I'm verbalizing it. It's actually, it's, it's blowing my own mind right this now. This is really, oh, it's like kind of, I don't know. I really got, I'm so on my period. Everything is making me emotional. It's ridiculous. But like, oh no, are you crying? I'm not crying, but it did like, it like I felt a little something in my throat for a second because it's just like, oh. that's so, um, sorry, I don't even want to interrupt you. You just keep talking, but it's no, just, it's, it's okay. very profound. And then I, and then I came up with the tagline, mm-hmm. which is doodles to make you smile because yeah. that was really my. I wanted to make things that would make people giggle or laugh or just feel good. That that's really right. what I want. And um, everything that I drew just kind of had that in mind. So I just continued to draw and I continued to share and people wanted to see prints. And I was like, you want this as a print? Are you sure? And they were like, yes. Right. I was like, okay. So <laughs> I was like, I will figure this out. So I ended up getting a couple of my designs printed and I created a Shopify website and I did it, I don't know, with, within one evening and I set everything up and I ended up getting like such a huge amount of support on this yeah. launch. And it really, it blew me out of the water. Like I cried for sure. I think I even have a video um, of that moment. I'm just seeing like all these people kind of on the website and getting that first sale and just people actually caring enough to want to have a piece of my art, like in their home, on yeah. their things, like that meant so much to me. Like it, it was, it was such a rewarding experience and it gave me, it, it almost felt like it gave me a little bit of purpose. You know, yeah. I was like, Oh my God, I need to keep doing this because people really like, this is resonating with people. Like people really like this for one reason or another. And especially during the time that I released it, like everybody yeah. was feeling like shit, you know, nobody, yeah. nobody was having a great time. So it just, it meant a lot that I can give like this little, little tiny bit of joy to people through the means of a sticker or print or whatever it may be. Yeah. So over, I'm actually coming up on my two year anniversary now, but over the, the months and the year, of of running Jamie Page Doodles, like things just started to grow more and more. And I just started to make more types of things. I mean, I'm looking right now in front of me, I have like all like hundreds of SKUs. Like wow. I, I have stickers and notepads and pins and totes and bookmarks and yeah. 
it's it's just be, it's become like a thing. It's be, it became a whole business, and I full had business. no I, I had no idea what I was doing. Um, yeah. and I just kind of learned bit by bit. And with every mistake that I made, I was like, okay, just learned that, and we'll never do that again. <laughs> right. It was. It, it was. It, it was. It's just so amazing how this little Instagram page that was supposed to be literally nothing. Yeah. Just grew into this huge part of my life now. Yeah. Um, and now I'm creating these like big collections. I've I've collabed with a couple um, makeup brands to create sticker sheets for like PR kits, which is really? so cool. Wow. Um, and my my stickers are in a local store in Montreal, which is really oh, awesome. I remember seeing that. Was it in your stories or was it in your an actual YouTube video? both both okay yeah and I was like oh yeah. that's so cool what a neat thing yeah. so it, it's just it's just really it's just really cool and I and I, it really does bring me so much joy and I really love I love it like I love it so much I love creating something and then having a tangible thing in front of me from that thing that I created and then have and then sending that to people because they want it in their hands which just still blows my mind and then seeing yeah. them use it and then sending me that picture and being like, oh, this is on my Kindle or this is on my phone or this is on my laptop. And it makes me so happy. And it's just it's just really nice and it's really cool. And it, it fulfills me quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. What, <laughs> a, what a sweet thing to come from such a dark time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I don't think that there could have been a better time to start a business like that because we really all, I mean, and again, speaking as somebody who <clears throat> saw the designs and was like, oh man, I, I want that. Like that makes me happy. And I think we were all looking for even like the smallest sources of happiness because it was, mm-hmm. it was such a hard time. I think my favorite part of having you on today and this episode is just finding out all of these vulnerable things about you that we don't always get to see as, um, as like your YouTube fans. And I think that's part of why I like, I was like, Oh my gosh, that just hit me so hard with you saying that when you started Jamie page doodles, you set it up in a way where it was almost like a little bit of, um, like a security blanket of, I don't want people to think that I take myself too seriously. So I'm presenting this as it's not, these aren't serious doodles. These are for fun. And yet, like, even though they are fun and light, they are like incredible designs. Like, it's not like a stick figure. It's like this beautiful piece of art. But I just that's very um, relatable to me that you put something out there and like that imposter syndrome initially was almost like crippling. You're like, oh, my God, do I actually want to do this? And Mm -hmm. uh, just like the things the things we do like on social media or how we present to have kind of that mask up just in case people are going to like be shitty about it. It's like kind of trying to have a security guard built in. And um, just thank you for saying that. That made me feel so much better about like anything that like when I was doing the um, makeup courses over, uh, over the pandemic, that was something that I did of just like, okay, people are asking for this. I'm just going to, do it for fun. And I was, I had so much a imposter syndrome because it's like, oh, I'm not a trained makeup artist, mm-hmm. but B I'm a comedian. It's like the, 
polar opposite end of the spectrum where mm-hmm. if as a comic you take like beauty too seriously then nobody takes you seriously as a comic right. and so I was terrified to put anything on my social media that was like hey I'm teaching makeup courses for fun I thought people would be like what the fuck is she doing like that doesn't make <laughs> any sense why does she think she can't why does like who does she think she has to charge money for this all this I had so much imposter syndrome and it was one of my friends that was like you are dumb if you don't raise your prices like this is an experience that your fans want to have with you like people will pay money for that and I just like but I don't have like a makeup license she's like nobody fucking cares about (laughs) nobody cares about that like people just want to like do their makeup with you and you know what you're talking about just just do it um but yeah thank you for sharing that like there was this whole behind the scenes with Jamie Page Doodles because I wouldn't have known and I had so much imposter syndrome with the makeup stuff it's unbelievable like how much I, I think I think it's such a common common thing that people go through um yeah. again I get messages about this all the time like I want to do this I want to do that like I would love to start a YouTube channel I, I want to um, start a stationary shop I want to do all these things but like I don't like I either don't believe in myself like I don't feel like I can do it or I'm worried that people are going to think that like I'm stupid or yeah. that I look dumb or whatever it is and and we just get in our way so much. Yes. And something that I have learned is that the risk is always worth the squeeze. Is that yes. the same? Is that the same? <laughs> I'm not on the door. Um, but I think you understand what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I think there were two combined in there. Okay. The risk is worth the reward and the juice is worth the squeeze. But yes, Jamie, yes, honestly, yes, yes. I, I like I like love it. the hybrid. Thanks. We love Perfect. a hybrid. <laughs> I honestly like it a lot. I'm gonna make into a sticker um risk is worth the squeeze always it's a little um, like michael scottish and i really like yeah. it. <laughs> yes oh my god it totally is i love that um and i i, I just it, it makes me so sad and so upset when people are too scared to like pursue something that they're they so obviously want to do like you with the makeup course right it, that was obviously something that you really wanted to do but you were just standing in your way a little bit because yeah. of you know, you're worried about how people would would view it and yeah the end of the day people care a lot more about themselves than they do about other people and that's something I have to constantly remind myself about um people just like don't think that much about us they don't they think about themselves and how other people may perceive them Mm -hmm. and so it's just it's just never it's just never worth it to even take that into, into consideration if you want to start something because you're uber passionate about it um, you, you need to do it because who the fuck knows where it can take you. Like, I, I started this Instagram page or I started my YouTube channel because I just wanted to. And yes. like, it, it became my life. Yes. <laughs> it literally became my life. And yes. where would I have been if I just didn't, you know, post that first video or, or post that first, um, piece on, 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 onto Instagram. You just never know what could happen. You never know where things can take you, even if it fails, even though, even if it, it, it doesn't take you where you, where you want it, where you think it should go, it's going to bring you somewhere else. Yeah. It's going to take you to, to something else that maybe makes you even happier. Like you just don't know. You just don't know until you try. And yes. so I just want to like shake people who <laughs> send me these messages. I'm like, just do it. Who cares? Just do it. And it's so much easier said than done. And I totally understand that. Yeah. yeah, just do it. Just do the damn thing. 
do the damn thing yes mm. oh jamie this has been such a good episode thank you <laughs> I'm, so I'm, much for coming I'm, on i had so much fun it was so nice talking to you i, I really don't want to wrap this up when you were like this is the last question i was like no I'm not, really? so much fun now. I'm not nervous anymore let's continue oh god i could talk to you for so long you know what we could i would absolutely love to have you back on like sometime next year and maybe we can talk sure. about like where we're at with our creator burnout what, what's just, like, going just completely <laughs> like you can't even reach me anymore <laughs> <laughs> I have not heard from her in a very long time. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would truly, truly love to have you back on. It's like this is a therapy session for me to just like connect with you on so many of these similar things that we struggle with. But also, of course, it's just like, what a fucking treat to have you on. I mean, I just am so happy. It's so fun. <laughs> I'm so happy too. And you were so wonderful to speak to and you made me not nervous. So thank oh you for gosh. that. Of course. And- this was really wonderful. And I I hope that everybody enjoyed and I would be happy to come back if you were to have me. (laughs) (laughs) They would make me happier. Um, Okay. Please plug all of, all of the things and I will plug them again in the outro and intro. Sure. Um, You could find me on YouTube, Jamie page um, where I do everything beauty and lifestyle. And I even showcase my stationery shop and how I run it a little bit over there. It's really fun. Um, on Instagram, Jamie Page Beauty. On TikTok, I am Jamie Page. And then on Instagram as well for my doodle shop or my stationery shop, it's Jamie Page Doodles. And on TikTok too, Jamie Page Doodles. Yes. Oh. And jamiepagedoodles.com. There's so, so many. There's so, so many. many. Yes. <laughs> okay, you guys go follow Jamie right now. She is just so fucking wonderful and you will love all of the things. So, so go now, go do it. Okay. Thank you. Bye. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that interview with Jamie, man. What a treat for me to get to just have a conversation with her for an hour. I cannot tell you how many hours um, I have spent playing her videos over the years. She's just so fantastic. And uh, yeah, that was really, really great to get to hear a lot of you know other parts of her life that I don't see on YouTube. So um, I probably sounded like a dorky fangirl the whole time, but you know, it was a special moment. It was, it was exciting for me. So, um, please go follow her again. It's at Jamie page beauty on Instagram, her YouTube channel. If you search Jamie page, she will pop up and her videos are the best. So please go follow and support. Uh, we have an iTunes review of the episode. This is from Psy Elitism and the review is totally fun, totally fun, <laughs> which is very nice. <laughs> Thank you very much. And as always, if you have a second, please go leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Then you get a chance to be read on the show and it really helps the show out. Um, I think that is it for this week's episode. I will see you in Providence this weekend, Helpsters. Raleigh next weekend. So many more coming up. Like I said, Philly and Portland next month. And head to KelseyCook.com, get those tour date tickets, and we will talk to you next week. All right. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Self Helpless Podcast. You can find our Patreon community, merch, and our individual work at selfhelplesspodcast.com. We'd be thrilled if you shared this episode with a friend or feel free to post it on Instagram and tag at selfhelplesspodcast so we can repost you and say thank you. 